0: Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. So, this morning, we're in Repentance Part 2, and we'll see if we actually do it, because I have a couple of other things I need to do first, so, Joy, I'm going to have you come back up, and you're going to stay seated as the ushers continue. So... As a, and I'm going to have that keyboard, Josh, uh, for sound or whoever, Caleb, whoever's got the, if you would, just don't overpower me uh, with the sound, that would be great. So I'm going to, uh, as a minister, as a pastor, how many know it's probably good if I pray for you? <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I appreciate the prayers myself. You know, we have that prayer ad on Facebook, and uh, and uh, people uh, will... I'm going to go over here. Let's see. I know where I need to go first. Thank you, Lord. Um, people will say, instead of asking for prayer in the comments, they'll, say, they'll ask how they can pray for us, which I think is pretty cool. I mean, we get assortment of things. Mostly it's positive, but sometimes we get, you know, uh, I've had some uh, pray to Satan for me that... You know, all this kind of stuff. But guys, you got to realize, we should, I was actually sitting in leadership today. And uh, Mike was saying some reading out of Matthew chapter 10. And he was teaching on different things like those in your own family will hate you. I think we need to eliminate something from our vocabulary. And the Lord's been dealing with me about this. We need to quit being shocked about how bad it's gotten. The Bible says it will. <laughs> so, but what, what? and the reason why I say that is because I even found myself doing this. I found myself going, it's almost like the enemy, he brings those things and he does these things and they come to you and then your faith gets sidetracked. It gets, it gets distracted because you get wrapped up in, the Jews hate the Palestinians, the blacks hate the whites, the, you know, and that is not true. How many different shades of skin pigment are sitting in the room? We don't hate each other. I saw a thing on Sean Foyt's Facebook page and he had a Jew and a Palestinian arm-in-arm arm preaching together, telling everybody they were brothers in Christ. The middle wall of division has been broken. Christ has broken it. It doesn't exist. We let things divide us that are actually fake. They're not even there. I mean, I understand that they're really active. But what I'm saying is the power of Christ has already destroyed the enemy. So we got to keep that stuff out. Keep it out. Don't let it in you. Continue to, to fellowship with the Lord. And so anyway, uh, that being said, in prayer and things like that, I have uh, actually, I believe, at least three different prophetic words for people in here uh, that I want to minister. But I want to read this to you first out of 1 Corinthians chapter 12 because a lot of people think that the Holy Spirit and the the gifts of the Spirit died with the apostles. But they didn't. It says this, Paul said this, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away by, to those dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another uh, to another faith or the gift of faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings, by the same Spirit to another, the working of miracles, to another, prophecy, to another, discerning of spirits, and to another, different kinds of tongues, to another, the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as He wills. And so, what I want to do this morning is just give a couple of prophetic words before, and I don't know if I'll get to the message, but the Lord will minister to you. How many know that? All right. So, last time I checked, I'm not God. You know, it's a real revelation for some people. I mean, personally, (laughs) because they think they are. (laughs) So, can you agree with me? And get excited with people that get prophetic words, even if you don't? Amen? I've known people to steal them. (laughs) So, praise the Lord. You say, steal them? Look, God's looking for a willing heart. You say, Lord, I'll do it. Send me, you know? How many have ever heard the testimony of Catherine Kuhlman? Do you know God told her, I think that he had dealt with like seven men before her that all rejected him? Yeah. That's nice, isn't it? But how many know the Lord doesn't get depressed and give up? (laughs) Okay. So my first uh, word, and this one's going to be a little bit longer for you, uh, Mike and Jody. And so... I am a man, <laughs> okay, I could miss this, um, but so you're going to have to just sift through it, and it's a little bit longer, but I believe it'll, it'll, really, it'll really minister to you. The Lord ministered to me, um, first of all, out of James chapter 5, um, specifically, and this is going to specifically deal with money, believe it or not you know with you guys like that never happens for those of you that, of you that don't know Mike and Jody are business owners how many you know God needs kings okay so I'm going to say some things here and I hope I don't overstep and I have to do it publicly uh, nothing negative okay nothing don't think fear don't, <laughs> don't let anything like that in your mind um, if I do say something, or you can rebuke me later that you wished I wouldn't have said, <laughs> okay. So, in praying for you guys, the Lord said to me, "God has seen what you've done in secret, and He saw what you. He has seen what you've done. I don't. I'm not saying one specific event, okay." And he saw the honesty and the humility. Both. Okay? Now I'm going to make a statement here, so please hear me. He saw the anonymous. He did. And he told me. He told me when it happened. And he told me that It won't be, he said this, the anonymous will be known. Okay? So, here's the reason why. Now I'm going to take you to the ministry side of what's going to happen. James chapter 5, verse 1. Come, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and your silver are corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and, you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure in the last days. How many know that's happening? You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Nobody reads this scripture in connection with prosperity, just so you know. They probably do, I just haven't heard it. You have reaped up treasure... You have heaped up treasure in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the laborers who mowed your fields, which you kept back by fraud, cry out. And the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of the Sabbath. You have lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury. You have fattened your hearts as in a day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the just. He does not resist you. So this is what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, I have businessmen who need shepherding. Now, this word that I just read about being rich and all that, that doesn't apply to Mike and Jody at all. They're the direct opposite of that. But what the Lord told me was, is he has been proving you this entire time so that you're going to be now. uh, Doors are going to begin to open to where you're going to begin to minister to what are called the elite of the elite. I'm talking about in the natural world, okay? So this is, that's not a spiritual... I mean, we're on equal plane with God in righteousness, amen? But what God is going to do, I believe, is send you into those who have done this because He's tired of it. And you have handled what He's given you properly. And I'm going to use the word again, anonymously. But the Lord saw that. He knows it. He saw the humility. And he's going to put you. I don't know how he's going to do it. But he's going to put you into that place where you're able to, to minister to them. Because this is what he said to me. They're not all lost. They're not all lost. And he said, he told me that money needs to go into the kingdom work. Do you know there are people that leave millions and millions of dollars to cats when they die? Look it up. Guys, that's sin. That is sin. What are you going to take with you? Absolutely nothing. I'm not telling you to give everything away. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying be aware of what you're, what's going on with your money. And if it's kingdom given, kingdom-driven or not. So that's what I saw. And that is the problem. And here is the solution. And I have more scriptures that I'm just going to give you later because I don't want to go through all of them right now. But he's going to give you a message of repentance to them. The Lord said to me, like John the Baptist, he said, the Lord said to me, he said, Peter was sent to the Jews Paul was sent to the Gentiles. You're sent to the rich boys and girls and whatever else you run into. You're sent. He said this to me, and i got to go look it up. Jeremiah, uh, can you put up Uh, Jeremiah 3, verse 14 and 15. Jeremiah 3, if you can, verse... There we go. This is the solution. Return, O backsliding children, says the Lord. For I am married to you. I will take you, one from a city and two from a family... And I will bring you to Zion. Go to the next verse, if you would. Yeah. And I will give you shepherds according to my heart, who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. That's you. That's you. Shepherds according to his heart, that handle mam- uh, mammon the way God does. Does that make sense? Okay. So, uh, go to Jeremiah thirty-three twelve, and I'm going to go down through verse eighteen. I want you guys to see this. Thus says the Lord of hosts, in the place which is desolate, without man and without beast, and in all its cities, there shall again be a dwelling place of shepherds causing their flocks to lie down. Next verse. You guys know why sheep lie down, right? Because they're full. Okay. In the cities of the mountains, in the cities of the lowland, in the cities of the south, in the land of Benjamin, in the places around Jerusalem and in the cities of Judah, the flocks shall again pass under the hands of him who counts them, says the Lord. Next verse, please. Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will perform that good thing which I have promised to the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. Next verse, please. In those days and at that time, I will cause to grow up to David a branch of righteousness. He shall execute judgment and righteousness in the earth. Next verse. In those days, Judah will be saved and Jerusalem will dwell safely. And this is the name by which she will be called, the Lord our righteousness. Next verse, please. For thus says the Lord, David shall never lack a man to sit on the throne of the house of Israel. Next verse, please. Nor shall the priests, the Levites, lack a man to offer burnt offerings before me, to kindle the grain offerings, and to sacrifice continually. In other words, a king and a priest work together. In other words, businessmen and women and preachers and teachers and and disciples will work together. Because God's going to straighten out both ends. He'll continue to. And the last one, Proverbs chapter 11, verse number 11, please. This is the outcome. By the blessing of the upright, the city of Billings will be exalted. But it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. So, the ministry goes in. The message goes in. Repentance takes place. Prosperity comes back to the kingdom. And the city is blessed. So, I could tell you more. But some of it I don't feel like I'm supposed to. I mean in the sense of until we talk privately on it. This is going to be fun. (laughs) A leader to leaders. That's what I heard. I mean, I've told you that before, but that's what I heard again. So I don't know what it looks like. I don't know how you walk it out. I just get to deliver the message. Shane and Lindsay, and adjustments are being made and have been made. There has been an alignment and progress is being made at a rapid pace. Stay the course. Dale and Marianne, I know, is Marianne downstairs? Okay. So, Dale, you get to carry the message. Now, I've known men not to carry the message as well as they should have to the women. Okay. Yeah, you'll help them. Yeah. <laughs> I heard this faithful, faithful, faithful. God has seen your faithfulness both privately and publicly, and the fix is in. That's the reward. (laughs) Increase for you spiritually and naturally, and don't be concerned about your children and their children, because God is moving. He has heard your prayers and is on the move answering them. (laughs) Somebody say glory to God. (laughs) <laughs> all right and I forgot your names but right behind John raise your hand John just raise your hand yeah you two I want to pray for you two right there yep yep you two you're looking at each other going the people behind me no that's you I want you to come up I want you to yep both of you yep I want to pray for you both so my ushers if you'll be ready here you guys just believe with me okay just stand right here and right here you guys side by side it's All right, just lift your hands, close your eyes if you would, and just receive from the power of God right now. I just, the Lord's going to strengthen you and continue to give you vision and touch you mightily by His Spirit. Father, in the name of Jesus, I release your anointing into these young men. Lord, I thank you for the call and the ministry and the things that you've placed within their hearts. Lord, I ask you to strengthen them, strengthen them, Even though temptations have come, continue to strengthen them, Lord. Continue to move upon them. Father, I know that by your spirit, you are going to give them wisdom and understanding. But there is a process that is taking place, and it's a continual process. And the zeal within your hearts is seen, and the Lord knows that zeal. And the Lord is saying unto you, continue steadfast walking day by day, week by week, month by month. Do not get impatient about the word. Do not get impatient about the vision. Do not get impatient patient about the things that you're walking through right now but learn says the lord to go ahead and apply my word in every intricate detail of your life and as you do you don't necessarily see it but strength is coming strength is coming it is increasing it is increasing day by day and week by week and the things that you desire as soon as i see the strength within you I will open the door and it will almost feel like, oh, that happened too fast. But the Lord says this, I know the timing and the word will come. And until, there, until then, the word will try you. And as it tries you, let it try you. Let it build within you the patience, the discipline, the, the, the wisdom that is necessary to make right decisions. And do not worry about the past. I don't even think about the past. I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, just as Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind. Press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Press. (laughs) Because of the effect that will happen. As you mature in me, says the Lord, it'll affect many. And you will see it. And in the end, You will look back and even rejoice over what was hard. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, bless you guys. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I know this is a little bit different, but I'm just going to tell you right now, the Lord is messing with me about some things that I have to do that I've kind of, No, I don't want to do that right now. I don't Uh, want to do that. No, I don't want to do that right now. Then he goes, and I go, I wanna do that right now. (laughs) Amen. I wanna do it right now. Whoo. God's good, isn't he? I don't know about you, but my hands were on fire. (laughs) Mart uh, Marshall, I want to pray for your hip. Is that all right? You to come up here. I'm just going to release that healing anointing into it. I know you've had trouble with it, but I just want to. I want to do that. It's all right, guys. All right. Well, it's going to (laughs) be. I'm glad you agree. (laughs) Yeah, I get used to different, right? So just lift your hands if you would. And you can do one if you want. It doesn't really matter to me. Father, which which hip is it? This is one. Okay. Father, I just release the healing anointing right now. In Jesus' name. I just release that into Marshall's hip right now. Uh, Yeah, there you go. That, it, that just went in there. So just take that, okay? Just take it with you. And just, this is all I ask you to do. Because I know you got doctor's appointment different things like that. But just every time you think about it, say, Lord, thank you that you put your healing and in my hip. Just do that, okay? Don't think about it. Don't worry about it. Just if the thought comes or you, you know, whatever, just keep doing that. Okay? Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> all right. I know I prayed for Donna a couple weeks ago and she had had a spot on her lung, I think is what it was. Ron, where are you at? I'm not seeing you. There you are. Am I right on that? And it, it started, it's drying up. They went to the doctor. The doctor said, power of prayer. It's that's, that's a good doctor if you're, if you're looking for one. <laughs> so, praise God. God's good, amen? He's so faithful to us. He's so faithful to us. He's so faithful to us. (laughs) He's so faithful to us. Some of you are allowing mistakes to hold you out of fellowship and I'm not gonna I'm probably not gonna get into the I won't the repentance message today but you're allowing you're allowing past things and maybe even recent past things to stop you from from uh, being intimate with Jesus and it's not the enemy's trying to tell you it's because of you in the sense of like Jesus is mad at you. He's not. Guys, he's not. He's, he wants you to go draw close to him. His desire is that you draw close. How else are you going to get free if you don't draw close? Now, some, out of fear, don't let God touch things in them because they're afraid that it'll get, you know, they don't want to have to deal with it. How many have ever done this? You know you have to do something and it, like, just a general, like, cleaning out your garage, but you, like, don't look at it because you're like, I don't want to have to deal with this. Don't do that with the Lord. If he's bringing it up, let him deal with it. If you sense that he's pushing on you uh, and nudging you in that area, let him talk to you about it. I didn't say you had to go talk to everybody else about it. The Lord doesn't want you to. He wants you to talk to him about it. He He can minister to you in such a way as nobody else can. Guys, there are answers for situations that have haunted you and questions that have haunted you for your, almost your whole life in an instant in intimacy with the Lord. You, bam, gone. And He'll show you something and He will convict you, but He won't condemn you. And you'll go, oh! And, and what is that conviction? That's a convincing of His goodness. It's a convincing of His goodness to you concerning where you're at. The wonderful thing about the Word of God as far as the mirror goes, because it is the mirror, correct? It's showing you who you are in Him. It will reveal to you where you're off because you'll look in and you'll go, I'm not saying that, acting like that, doing that. But that's not God saying I'm so sick and tired of you. I can't stand you. You don't do this. Like, it's God looking at you going, saying, you're in the family, child. This is how we are in our DNA. Does that make sense? Because the enemy will take truths in the word and he'll use them as condemnation. He'll, he'll twist them just a little bit, just like he did with Eve in the garden and the, and the tree. He deceives the mind. He gets us to think that when the Lord says, gives instruction about sin and what sin is, we, we, we look at it and we go, oh, oh no, I'm doing oh, all those things. And, and then he paints a picture in your mind that God's in heaven going, yeah, you dummy, I can't believe it. you're not supposed to be doing those things. But that's not how it is. What it actually is is the Lord in heaven going, You're born again. You're a child. Now, if you're not born again, you can't help but do dumb. It's the truth. I mean, how many believers are working on things? It's like, and then you look at somebody who's unsaved, and you go, I can't believe they're acting like that. What do you mean? They're of their father, the devil. They're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing. So what the Lord does is He gives those truths not because He's trying to beat you up, but say, look, look at me, child. This is who you are. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You are not an addict anymore. Come on, I'm not an addict anymore. And I was good at it. I'm not a slave to unforgiveness anymore. But you can read the scripture, it talks about forgiveness, and you can go, I'm not doing that. Or you can go, Lord, I'm a new creation in Christ. My nature has now changed. And I don't function in unforgiveness anymore. And your mind, your natural mind, the devil will go, but you remember what they did to you? And you go, no, I'm not going to think about it. I forgive them. I let it go. Amen? And as we do that, we begin to see ourselves the way He sees us. And what I've found through the years is not by just... Uh, sheer willpower your will is involved but not just by like legally doing things but the more and more I see and understand who Christ is in me the more my conversation changes the more my reactions change the more everything is different fears that used to grab a hold of me how many of you the other night I was asleep and I had something happen and a fear a sudden fear came to my mind anybody ever had that happen? okay a terror by night tried to come and years and years ago, I couldn't, it's almost like I couldn't stop my mind from going that direction. And, and I'm half asleep, half awake, because you know, you get in that kind of space there. And out of my mouth comes, I keep my mind on the Lord. Therefore, I have perfect peace. And I mean instantly. Just, why? Because I've, given myself to this so the mighty weapons destroy the attempts and strongholds of the And it did not happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. It didn't happen overnight. You stay with it. You stay with it. You don't quit. You don't give up. You stay with it. Amen? And God Literally, gets inside our minds and transforms the way we think. To where what has been a path of thought. Now they've proven this scientifically or medically now, that you can actually change and reroute the way your thoughts go. But the Bible knew it long time ago. You know the Lord knows it in from the beginning. You can actually you will no longer be nervous around people that used to put you in fear. You 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 can be around you can be in situations that used to just create immense anxiety. There's nothing there. You know, fly on an airplane and just sit there. Still have your fingernails when you land. I was flying next, we were flying back from Tulsa a while back, and it was a couple years ago now, but this lady was next to me, and man, she was rubbing her saint. She had it out, and she wasn't rubbing that thing. <laughs> you gotta rub it dry, the plane goes down. You know, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> and I told her, I said, you know, Psalms 91 works. And she's Catholic. She goes, what? I thought, I should have known. <laughs> I've met Catholics that know the word, and I've met Catholics, most Catholics that I've met really don't know the Lord. They have a fear of him, but they, they don't know. You know, they've been taught religiously instead of New Testament. But I told her, I said, Psalms 91 works. I said, what? She goes, what's Psalms 91? So I got my Bible out. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty we need to continue to press forward in our lives concerning the things of God and the Word of God and continue to feed and fellowship with Him. Take time to meditate in His Word. Fellowship with Him. Cut out the busyness. Cut out the things that are that are causing... I just know this by the Spirit of God. There are situations that people are in in this room and may be watching online, and the reason why you haven't had relief yet is because the Lord has been asking you to come away with Him... And you haven't done it yet. And I'm not talking about you need to go on a mountain somewhere and rent a cabin. Now, if you do, do it. Fine. That's fine. Whatever he tells you to do. But what I'm saying is is you need to carve out time in your day where you shut everything else off. And just let him and you fellowship and talk. Because your deliverance is there. Talk to him about the addiction. Use plain words with him. He sees it anyways. I didn't say go talk to everybody around you. Go talk to him. Lord, this is where I'm at. Your word says this to me. I know that your word is true. I know that this is right, and I'm not doing it right or living in it yet. Show me why. And as you do, the Lord will begin to speak to you about things, and what has felt like And in closing, like like you just can't rest. The Lord will open it up and you'll rest. You'll see it like you've never seen it before. Take time with him. Fellowship with him. Know him. Your answer is in him. Your answer is in him. Guys, I could pray for everybody in here, but your answer is in him. Your answer is in him. You don't want to just have just a momentary feeling. You want to walk with him daily. You want to, you, want to, you know, that Old Testament uh, passage that we use in child dedication, talking about the word of God and talking about it in the way and all of these things. When you lie down and when you get up, you realize that's the man, Christ Jesus You're not just talking about a word. The word is made flesh. It is Jesus Christ. And not only do you have the written word, you have the living word within you. So what is too hard for your God? What is too hard for Jehovah Rapha? What is too hard for Jehovah? What is too hard for El Shaddai? Is God's arm short concerning your marriage? Concerning your situation? Concerning your finances? Concerning your children? Concerning your children's children? Concerning the call of God? Is His arm too short? Is He not strong enough? Hath He not said? And shall He not also do it? At the time appointed, Brett and Brenna, at the time appointed, the Word will come forth. It will. Is, he, is his arm powerless? Is he too short? Can he? The other day I was praying and just fellowshipping with the Lord, and I was just enjoying the presence of the Lord and enjoying what he was saying to me. And I was praying and meditating and, and going over the things that the Lord had, uh, the scriptures, and I was just re- reminding him of how powerful he is. How many know he doesn't need the reminder, but I do. You know that? He, he doesn't need, but I do. So I'll sit and I'll meditate and I'll go, Lord, you are good. You are faithful. Lord, you've made me a new creature. And I'll lay on my bed or I'll sit by my little fire pit. Or I'll sit in my recliner. And I'll say, Lord, everything that was in me of sin, in my spirit is gone. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ who lives in me. Father, I remember when you demonstrated yourself through Jesus, how you made the woman with the issue of blood who had suffered so many things from physicians completely whole with one touch. You didn't hold back your arm. You didn't shrink back your power. You just went right into her and responded to her faith and just healed everything. And the blood just went gone like that. I remember how you healed Jairus' child when others said, dead I remember that your power even after 4 days of being in a grave in a tomb you said Lazarus come forth. I remember you told me in 1 John, Father, you told me that I that we have known and believed the love that you have for us. Come on, say it with me, say I know. And believe the love that God has for me. Come on, He sinks ships with fish. He feeds 5,000 with a few little fish and crackers, takes up 12 baskets full after. Do you think God can deal with the current government? (laughs) He is our God of justice. He's a life giver. He's a sustainer. Not only does he give you life here, but he sustains your days till the end. The Bible says that he multiplies my days and increases my years. The Bible says I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread. The Bible says that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, that I shall know the truth and the truth shall make me free. It says that greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. The Bible says, what? That the fruit of the Spirit lives within me, that my nature has changed, that I can be compassionate and tender-hearted, that I don't have to return evil for evil or reveling for reveling, that I can speak a blessing in place. Why? Because I am called and you are called to inherit a blessing. The Bible says that we had flesh, so Jesus took on flesh. That he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil. That those who were subject to the terror, the haunting fear of death would be delivered or set free. The Bible says... That he has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. The Bible says that Jesus demonstrated faith to us. And he said, if you say unto the mountain, be thou removed, be thou cast into the sea. Do not doubt in your heart, but believe those things which you say, it shall be done. Jesus said, what is impossible with man is possible with God. It's possible with God. He can do it. And like He told the leper, when the leper said, Are you willing? He said, I'm willing. And Jesus is saying to each one of us, Nothing has changed. I am willing. What do you need? I am willing. How many can say that? You'll receive that word. Let's say this just quickly here. And then we'll end. Say this with me. Say, I am a receiver. God, you love me. And there is nothing too hard for you. You said to me in your word, That you were willing. I receive from your willingness. You say receive what? Whatever it is you desire. And then walk it out with him. Amen. Would you stand, please? If the altar care, I know you're gonna come. If you need prayer, we didn't get to you to pray, or you want prayer for anything, whether it be baptism of the Holy Spirit, salvation, healing in your body, whatever it is, prayer of agreement. If you're having emotional or any of those type of issues that you want prayer about, there are altar care workers on either side of me here that would be glad to pray with you. Hallelujah. How many are so thankful that the presence of God ministered to you today? <laughs> I am too. You know I can read notes but sometimes eh The Lord wants to do something else. How many even though you didn't have individual ministry necessarily to the Lord spoke directly to you? Yeah. How many felt his presence? Yeah. That's good. I need you to know that he's here. Now watch. He goes with you. You don't have to feel him. He's in you. Live from that place within. He's here. Always. 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 Father God, we just bless your wonderful name. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your faithfulness. Lord, I thank you that you've ministered to your people. And you'll continue to. And Lord, out of the overflow of what they've received and what they receive in fellowship with you, they'll minister to others. In Jesus' mighty name. Everybody said? Amen. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.